season two of the Four Fools podcast. This is Kyle. I'm here with Chris and Daniel. What's up, guys? Good to be back. Good to be back. Yeah. I like how we waited just long enough for people to think, oh, that's just another dead podcast, a failed experiment, and then yeah. boom, we're back Whole right new... when we've lost anybody that was listening to us. Whole new listener base. Yeah. <laughs> it's a new generation of Four Fools listeners. <laughs> it is. I guess in the podcast community, everything moves quickly, so... They've forgotten all about us. Slightly well, younger millennials listen to us. We have faith of those in Norway with longer memories. I wish I knew some some majestic Norwegian uh, saying right now, but I'm I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> so let's talk about the Northwest Territory. I think that's there's no better way to start it's out. All season two than talking about it's all you. It's all you, Chris. <laughs> Thank you. My first question, what is the Northwest Territory, <laughs> and why does nobody know? My understanding of the Northwest Territory is that it is the part, it's like everything just east of Alaska in Canada, right? It's got, I, I mean. No, you'd be incorrect. No, it's the last, <laughs> that is the literally the Northwest Territory of, of North America. What did you guys think I was talking about? The Northwest Territory, historically, is the, and I'm quoting this from Wikipedia, the post-American Revolutionary War Territory northwest of the River Ohio. So basically, just like right above Tennessee and Kentucky. I'm thinking, I'm thinking what Great you Lakes. mean, though, is the Northwest Territories, which is the Northwest. Because there's the Here Northwest Territory. Yeah, I, Chris, yeah. Not that I'm yeah, just I'm thinking of right the territories, now. guys. Let's there, there okay. we go, there we go. Yeah, because you did say Northwest Territory and search again. <laughs> and when I and when I googled Northwest Territory, I was like, what? It's not in the Northwest. <laughs> Jump with me to modern age. Um, <laughs> so I'm talking Northern Lights. Join me, um, if you will, <laughs> as we travel to the northernmost part of Canada. Nobody knows what's in the, like, the Northwest Territory. Nobody it's like the furthest, the furthest thing from anyone's mind. I, I mean, yeah. Well, it's so not it's, now it's a great podcast conversation topic. <laughs> yeah. No. So people are thinking, like, yeah, what is the Northwest Territories? Well, let me tell you something about the Northwest Territories that I learned at the time that I have researched it. So you say it's on nobody's mind, but I would say it's, uh, I'd say it's on whoever lived there originally's mind, right? Well, okay, who lived there originally? Like, do we know the history of the Northwest Territories? Uh, listen, th we live in the day and age of no excuse for ignorance, so let's look it up. Fair, look it up. But I'm thinking grizzlies. I'm thinking several interesting <laughs> species of fox. Maybe, <laughs> maybe an indigenous people. Like, I don't know. What kind of plant life is up there? Is the water so clean you can drink it right out of the lakes? Because that's what I'm imagining. Thinking <laughs> polar bears and bear grills. <laughs> yeah, polar bear, probably polar bears. Where are uh, puffins? Are puffins a thing up there? <laughs> Where, are Where are puffins? These are all interesting questions. <laughs> we'll answer in our next podcast. Where yeah. Where are puffins? I I can't believe. Where are that's what the Four Fools has come to at the start of <laughs> that's, season two. That's we all want to know where puffins are at now. Come on, you guys know what puffin is, right? It's yeah, it's like a bird, right? Like a little a little bird. Yeah, it's kind of a sort it's of a cocky-looking cocky -looking yeah. bird. bird. I, okay, so, yeah, there's a bunch of, like, what's called, like, First Nations that lived in the Northwest Territories. It's got yeah, its own what's website. up there now? It's got its own website. 
Gov. They the territories too. Yeah, I just Gov. I just send a government of the Northwest Territories. I mean, if you want to, if you want to get away, Northwest Territories are your ticket. I think. I sent you a Skype link. Did you see that? I saw, is that a polar bear rug on the? I love that in the legislature. They've got a polar bear rug in the middle of their state legislature. What? Of course, the NWT, the Northwest Territories Legislature. Oh my God, that is the Northwest Territories Legislature. That that is like the Northwest Territories isn't all as desolate as you think it is. They got a polar bear legislature. Okay, what Uh, we're looking at. So my favorite thing is that this Northwest Territories CBC News has these. The names of the stories are my favorite. NWT Budget Wars Episode One: The Cabinet Minister Strikes Back. NWT episode Revenge two. Not familiar with the Northwest Territories legislature. It looks kind of like an elaborate PTO meeting where it's like half attended and there's a giant polar bear fur rug in the yeah. middle of this uh it looks this. like Star Trek Federation meets hunting lodge. <laughs> yeah, kinda, it does. It is. Kinda does. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> It's like a Captain Kirk and Spock coming with a parka. It wouldn't be anything fit. <laughs> I renege my cynicism on the uh, the Northwest Territories topic now. What we haven't learned is where the puffins reside. So, right. other anyway. puffins. No, wait, wait, wait. Before the... before we before you guys look it up, I want you guys before to the guess. big reveal. Yeah, I want you. I want you guys to guess where puffins are. Yeah, I want you to guess where puffins live. The Northwest Territory. That's like the the last. You know, the, the real last frontier. Okay. Puffins, uh, I'm going to go with Greenland, Iceland. Ooh, that's probably a good guess. That's not a bad guess, and you would be partially correct. One what about Nova Scotia, then? lives in Iceland. Uh, Atlantic puffins live on the Faroe Islands. There's also some Atlantic puffins in the United Kingdom as well. But No kidding. Yeah, the puffin you're thinking about, the Atlantic puffin, the most common type. No doubt. Yeah, no doubt. Northern France, the British Isles. Are you kidding? Iceland, Greenland, Norway, Atlantic Canada, and even in Maine. Look, whoa, okay. so that yeah. whole latitude, really. Where do you think it winters? Where do you think it goes for the winter? <laughs> Define <laughs> winters. Where do you winter, I don't know, Kyle? the Keys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Keys. <laughs> Hawks, K, and Key Largo. Uh, Cozumel. <laughs> Cozumel. <laughs> New York and Morocco. Those are two wildly Morocco. different areas. Uh, yeah. Same latitude, though. See, right, but that's not, that's not the only puffin. The Atlantic puffin's not the only one. There's also the horned puffin. The Northwest Territory puffin. <laughs> no. The Northwest Territory puffin. Um, the NW tuffin. The NW <laughs> The NWA. <laughs> NWA Puffin, which is a very <laughs> vulgar Puffin. Blast. Okay, Reindeer Station has about 18 shacks, and that comprises the entirety of Reindeer Station. That's a good number of shacks. Looks beautiful, though. In the summertime, probably probably six days out of the year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't ride horses up this far, but you can ride reindeer. Fantastic. <laughs> Oh, they have ice roads. Wasn't there an ice trucker show at some point? 
there were several, I think. Yeah. Did they yeah. go through the yeah, Northwest Territory? Right. I think there were multiple ice road truckers. Just <laughs> like just like the fishing shows. It's like, what are these guys after? Is it is it king crab? Is it swordfish? Like you just never know until they bring up the nets. But if if those shows have taught me anything, and I haven't watched them, so if the show's commercials have taught me anything, it's that only <laughs> the hardest of core people live in Alaska, and that I'm just not cut out for that life. <laughs> This is from someone who spent some years in the military, ladies and gentlemen. In Kandahar. In Afghanistan. In Kandahar. <laughs> I, I'm just not cut out for it. I just assume, like, that you move up there, they give you a fishing boat. They just give you one? Yeah, they just kept them on standby. And you know Raider Nation has several just ready to go. There's only, like, four people that live there, but they bought, like, ten boats, like, 20 years ago. And they're like, oh, finally, somebody to commandeer a boat. <laughs> We're gonna need to bring in some king crab. Or some what do you think the accent is like in the Northwest Territories? You know, I think we need. To is it French? Is it Russian? Is it English? Hmm. Russian might be. Russian's yeah. good. Good call. Maybe there's some Russian. You think there's maybe a Russian twang to that? Okay, there's a bed and breakfast in Wadi Northwest Territories. Oh, there we <laughs> go. Is that where the four fools are gonna go? Does it sleep four? <laughs> Oh, it's only got a 3.7 review on Google, though. That's oh, geez. the only review. Like, <laughs> three three reviews. It's got three reviews. My, my sled dog and I made 700-mile journey and stopped at this bread and breakfast. This is, this is the trip we should do. Yeah, if you're going north of Alberta, you should do it in the summer. <laughs> north Nova Scotia, just to see. I don't know. That seems like a random, weird place to visit. So I've been considering Nova Scotia. No follow-up to that, huh? No, I, I would imagine <laughs> you might like There are puffins in Nova Scotia. I know that for damn sure. Okay. Yeah. And, and well, really, sold. I'm going to go there now. And really, we all just want to go see some puffins. <laughs> That's all anybody really wants. No, I think they're mammals. In my head. water's a mammal. Well, aren't marsupials mammals? Oh. Now, now we've started a whole different... <laughs> well, here, yeah, here's my thing. Do otters have pouches? Yes or no? Before we look it up... Kyle? Uh, I'm looking. No. Otters, why would you think an otter had a pouch? I don't think an otter has a pouch. I, I wouldn't think so. I'm not. You don't think I'm there's not, otter pouches? I'm no. just thinking, like... Otter pouches? I'm looking at them. They're so adorable to me. I just, I just, it seems like they would have smaller otters swimming around with them in their pouch. All right. So here, here, here's their king. I like your logic. <laughs> Very high school girl logic there. <laughs> there are mammalia. Sorry, I don't mean that to be. Mammalia. And there... aren't. Uh... Go ahead, Kyle. Yeah. So then there's the order is carnivora, and then suborder California, and then family Mustelidae, and then subfamily is the Lutrinae. I don't see marsupial anywhere in there. Oh, see... uh, you know what? I'm thinking of wombats. <laughs> yeah, I can see it. Yeah. <laughs> I can see how you get the two. Both kind of so, so otters are in the same family as honey badgers, which are a considerably more violent creature than the otter. Oh. I've heard that. Uh, what is it about the honey badgers? And why? <laughs> it, that it is gets very such a deceiving name. name. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. <laughs> it's not like Wolverine. That gets the point across. You don't. <laughs> it's just like if Mike Tyson <laughs> like honey was badger, like, if oh, Mike Tyson on. was Marvin Tyson, you'd be way less intimidated. <laughs> yeah. That's not so bad. Like Marvin, nobody named Marv. Marv. Dangerous. <laughs> So yeah, Merv, yeah. Merv Tyson. 
<laughs> when I go, you're gonna be you're gonna be fighting Merv Thompson tonight. I'm gonna be like, oh, okay, oh, no problem. All right, cool. That is fine. You can phone it in. <laughs> yeah, that's not even a problem. Wait, who's this guy with a face tattoo? <laughs> List of marsupials. Ready? Opossum, wombat. Oh dear, these are just <laughs> very difficult names to the say. The koala. The koala. Well, yeah, Diprotodontia <laughs> is the koala's scientific name, I guess, and Macropods is a kangaroo's scientific name. Oh, bandicoot. Ooh, a bandicoot. That's cool. The pygmy possum. That just sounds disgusting. That sounds even more ugly than the standard possum. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? <laughs> hmm. The marsupial mole. Let's just let's not even bother giving this one. <laughs> let's not yeah. Google that one. <laughs> We're just gonna go ahead and roll with it. Next topic. Uh, fresca. Fresca. <laughs> yeah. All we right. have Fresca on the list. Kyle, you brought up Fresca. Let me. What's your? You you seem to have a resurgence of Fresca interest. Yeah, I don't think I ever had a Fresca interest to resurge. However, back in, <laughs> back in, uh, I just got back from Afghanistan and I'm over at Chris's house, and uh, of course I've been drinking. Luke and I have been drinking, and, uh, and all of a sudden Chris brings me out this this great drink, and I'm like, "What is this, man? This is the greatest thing I've ever had." It's like, "Well, it's whiskey and Fresca." Well, first of all, I didn't know what Fresca was. I don't think I don't think I've ever seen Fresca in my life, so I had to look it up, and. Uh, <laughs> Fresca is a diet lime and grapefruit, grapefruit citrus soft drink made by Coca-Cola. It's it's old too, isn't it? Yeah, it was made in '66, 1966. Let's see, '66, yeah. Oh, I remember seeing an old. Uh, where did I? <laughs> I saw an old picture of uh, I think a Kansas a Kansas City Chiefs quarterback at halftime during a game, just sitting on an old metal chair. This is when. NFL players made about $2.50 a half, and uh, he was smoking a cigarette, and he had a bottle of Fresca. So, uh, man, Fresca is old school. Oh, here we go. U.S. President Lyndon B. Johnson had a soda fountain containing Fresca installed in the Oval Office. Love Fresca. Love having JFK fun. killed. Fun, fun fact about Fresca. <laughs> so, yeah, it's an uh, old-timey drink. Dan, any experience with Fresca? I got on the uh, the whiskey fresca train for a bit there. It was good. It's like the poor man's uh, whiskey sour kind of thing. I like it. That's fair. Great because it has what grapefruit and lime. You said, Kyle. Yeah, it's a grapefruit. But there's been other flavors, I guess, at other points in time. Black cherry sounds pretty good. I don't know if you can still get that. You know, there was uh, speaking of obscure sodas and not going to surge. Uh, there was a soda called Jost- Josta. What? Jasta, yeah. You remember that, Dan? You I know Jasta. Of course, yeah. Dan knows Jasta. <laughs> I, I, Dan, you're the first. I'm, I don't yeah, mean that wasn't meant in a mean. Or <laughs> you're the first person I've ever met that actually has also had that soda. I'm thinking of the right thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you How spell, do you spell it? <laughs> Jasta. Josta. Uh, Josta soda. Josta. I always no, no. gave it that. Yeah, that's no, it. no, that's that's not. No, I no, I don't know it. No, okay, J O J O S T A. It was it. soda for a minute, and I think it was only a soda for a minute because I was the only person who bought it. But it was fantastic. It's like you know all the knockoffs of Mountain Dew, right? Like Mountain Thunder, Landmass Lightning or what? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Landmass Lightning. I don't know. It's all just like 
variations of like mountains and, and storm related words. Medicines do the same thing, and I always crack it up. Like I always laugh. It's Waltussin. <laughs> Arts rip off of Robotussin. Right. <laughs> Waltussin. I don't know why that's always. Uh, maybe it's just me. Wow. It was made by PepsiCo. It was one of the first real energy drinks. I see. Well, I was a young kid, and so I was all hopped up on the Jasta back then, I guess. You're the only no Red Bull back then, kids. Hopped up on the Jasta. But if you, if you Google Jasta, the, sec- the second title basically is how I feel about this topic. is the absurd decade-long quest to bring back 90s energy drink Jasta. <laughs> Drug commercials. Now this one. Oh, this will be good. This one, I think that some people have some things to say. Kyle, what? You, okay, if you don't mind, please. Uh, what's your overall opinion of modern day drug commercials or the history? I don't, uh, I don't know much about the history of drug commercials. I think uh, U.S., <laughs> the United States, and uh, New Zealand are like the only first world countries that allow, like, you know, drugs to advertise. So. What do I, I, I think it's like <laughs> I, I don't know what to think about drug commercials. I, I think they're all ridiculous. I like when they list off the side effects at the end. <laughs> yeah. And I, I like how when they list off the side effects, the people in the commercial are like always doing something like the complete opposite. Like if you right. have, you know, like rapid, irregular heartbeat, you're not going to be, you know, like riding <laughs> a bicycle on the beach. At that yeah. time. So. Right. And if I have uncontrollable bowels, I'm not going to be paddling a canoe. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's just yeah. the first place to be. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm on a river and I literally can't go anywhere. And it's <laughs> <a mess. laughs> yeah. It's just ceiling, seeing uh, usually usually uh, people around like age, what, 55 and beyond. They're smiling, happy faces, playing with their grandkids, or tossing a football, or about to have sex, or something. You know, right. <laughs> right. They really can't get away from that formula. Yeah, it's, it's really for every drug. It's like this is the goal. Every drug will allow you to do these three things. You can yeah. throw the football with your grandson. You can yeah. make love to your wife, or you can horse hike up a random mountain trail. Yeah, mountain. You can horseback horse ride. Riding. Beach. You, you can run down the beach with your wonderful Labrador dogs. Yeah, <laughs> your golden Labradors. And, and yeah. That's... They're always advertised like right after Wheel of Fortune. I don't know if you know that or not, but like all those, I'm sure all those drug commercials come on after Wheel of Fortune because most of the fact, old people don't have the, the stability to make it to Jeopardy and like stability yeah. <laughs> to make and, and like some of these drug commercials, man, I swear they're getting darker. Like some of them are straight up like you can tell. You could tell like a pessimist made him because it's like some old dude. He's like, you know, he's out fishing with his grandson, and he's like looking at the camera, like, like, oh yeah, I might die tomorrow, right. boys. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. They're starting to try to get the whole fear factor thing going in there, you know, because some of their, some of their, it's just like, Kumwestia, another day. Like, that's their slogan. <laughs> another day. Like that's what your goal is. Like don't die tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's yeah and like yeah it's the girl it's just, she's playing the piano and then she like looks out the window and it's just like is this it like is this, <laughs> is this it? My life? Is this where i die playing the first not the, <laughs> our product if you ask your doctor about our product which one of the side effects is in fact death right <laughs> but at that point i mean if you're desperate enough to take the drug that gives you another day i mean 
the side effect was always going to be death, wasn't it? <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. They're right. You're they're using they've used, they've tried sex as a selling factor. They've now they're trying the fear fear mongering. <laughs> yeah, if you don't take this pill, you probably will die. Like you said about the wheel of fortune thing, they should probably market to that crowd that can't make it to the Jeopardy some new drug that can keep you alert, kind of the post wheel of fortune times. So the commercial is just an old guy watching Jeopardy. It's like you made it. Yeah. <laughs> I can watch it. Jeopardy. Can you? Yeah. <laughs> With Clonesta, you can make the 7:30 Jeopardy show every night. Yeah. The end. <laughs> what is Clonesta? You don't want to die, so buy our product. Here we go. They, they get on. They're like, and it's always like some older dude who looks like you know, like a cool grandpa or something. And like I said, he's fishing or he's like, you know, <laughs> pushing his kid on a bike, and he's like, you know, he's like, the reapers waiting around every door for me nowadays. <laughs> like, and when I get done voting for Trump. I come home and take Clonesta. Yeah, it's it's an old guy, and he's in great shape, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got salt and pepper hair. He's, he's playing fetch with his golden retriever, like Dan said. And he's only doing that because he takes a certain drug. Right. Also, <laughs> apparently, <laughs> uh, sexual relations are different when you're older. Because, mm. like, they're... Are we going there? <laughs> well, <laughs> no. <laughs> We're stopping just short, Dan. Okay. We're talking about the the dramatized foreplay and drug commercials. Doesn't really seem like foreplay to me. It's like whenever like my wife's making me a sandwich and I come up and like just lean my head on her shoulder, like that doesn't mean I'm getting some in five minutes. Uh, or like if we're taking a bath in separate bathtubs, that means that we're having marital problems, not that we're about to get it yeah. on. You, you don't you don't have like a Victorian style home with an old timey porcelain bath. <laughs> That's like on the front porch. Yeah. Yeah. Two. Yeah. Yeah. Those those like things like when the moment's right and they're like they're sitting by a campfire. I'm like, come on, like, where is this gonna happen? Like, there's mosquitoes everywhere. They're by a fire. There there's obviously not a camper nearby. Like, this isn't. This isn't how it works. That's because you're not taking Clonesta, Chris. You you should try it because I started taking it and. I started doing some interior decorating, got me a clawfoot tub. And, hey, as long as it gets my <laughs> clawfoot tub, as long as it gets my bowels moving like Jamie Lee Curtis. Thank you for listening to episode one of season two. We had some technical difficulties with Dan's The Finer Things, so all fans of that segment, we will be back with that next week. Until then, thanks for listening. Remember to tweet us at F-O-U-R underscore fools on Twitter.